eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's curd and long. What's your biggest concern from the Packers' loss to the Commanders, Ryan? Man, I mean, so they couldn't hold, they couldn't hold on once again to an early lead. And I'm not making excuses, but I mean, the penalty on Eric Stokes, again, they should have taken a two-score lead in that game. And they just – my concerns are the same things that I've been concerned about really since like the middle of last season, even with Devontae Adams and MVS. Matt LaFleur, I love him as a head coach. I think I like him at least, right? I'm starting to sour right. a little bit. I don't want to throw him under the bus, but we've seen this with his teams. I find them to be a little bit soft. Like when they get punched in the mouth, they can't get back up. And we've seen this. Look when he coaches against his buddies on his coaching tree. It's like they know this about him, right? Like Kyle Shanahan owns him, especially in big games in these playoff spots. We've seen it twice now. Robert Sala, you listen to his postgame remarks about the Packers, the body blows remarks that he had, calling this team pretty much soft. If you take them underwater, we knew they weren't going to be able to breathe. Mm-hmm. Whatever that was, it kind of scared me a little bit, but also it made me a little jealous. I'm like, I want him as my head coach because LaFleur, after these losses, like when I texted you that I've been staring at the wall for three and a half hours, that's what I should look like, nearly in tears because my team has lost to the Jets, the Giants, and the Commanders, mm-hmm. like you said, with things about to get tough. Look at two of the next three weeks. Yeah, you have Detroit sandwiched in there, I believe, but you're going to Buffalo as double-digit underdogs. And then after that, after you do see Detroit, you see Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys, and maybe you chalk that up as a victory. But that's a good football team with a really good defense. And yesterday, Dak came back, and he looked great. So my biggest concern is still – Matt LaFleur's teams, man, they're a little bit soft. And also, you know, Warren Sharp put out this tweet a couple weeks ago about the defensive side of the ball, the pass defense, right? Number one pass defense in the league, except for when they see play action looks. Then they dip all the way down to 32nd. They're the worst pass defense in the league. But more importantly, like the thing that scares me about these LaFleur coach teams is the offensive side of the ball where all their production comes on these scripted drives. Everything looks good when it's scripted. And then, you know, the second quarter, they completely fall apart. And then at the end of these games, like they're at their best when it's Rodgers running the two-minute drill. And right now he can't play Superman anymore. He's not Superman anymore. Like he's not connecting on the deep ball. He kind of looks like Phillip Rivers and Peyton Manning those last couple of years. Doesn't he a little bit, man? Like the deep ball's been gone. And so the thing is, I'm not going to throw him under the bus completely, but he has to be much better. He's been terrible. This is the worst version of Aaron Rodgers I've ever seen. I'm a little concerned that he's done. But at the same time, look at these aging quarterbacks, right? Like look at what the Colts do when they do go out and sign a Phillip Rivers. They surround him with the 
running game like Jonathan Taylor. At the time, he had some weapons. Even Matt Ryan, you know, right now um, – has has weapons. He has Jonathan Taylor, and he has an d- actual deep threat. The Packers don't have that. So with an aging quarterback, if you were going to bring Rodgers back, you had to go out there and make a deal for somebody like A.J. Brown. And I know they probably couldn't afford it, but, I mean, it just you, you can't surround him with rookies that you knew he wasn't going to trust, especially one in Christian Watson who can't stay healthy, can't stay on the field. I really do like Alan Lazard. I think he's playing fine. He's just not a number one wide receiver. And so I have a lot of concerns, but I'm going to, I guess, to answer this question long-winded, I'll go with um, Matt LaFleur is my biggest concern, his, his teams. Yeah, you know, this is the thing about about Matt LaFleur and, and this Packers team right now that I'm concerned about, right? Uh, you said, well, they don't have a running game. Aaron Jones is damn good. Right, correct. A.J. Dillon isn't bad. So, you know, the last two weeks, oh, we got to get Aaron Jones the ball more. We got to get Aaron Jones the ball more. Okay, so they did. Throwing him the ball. Well, when your running back is your best wide receiver and then you stop giving him the ball because he's constantly running passing routes, then you're not running the football. You're not even attempting to run the football. You looked at that Washington defense and said, you know what? They're really good. Our offensive line isn't so good. So we're not going to waste our time trying to run the football uh, in this game and abandon it quickly. So that, to me, is my biggest concern. Coming into the season, I remember Gary and Leroy, well, more Leroy than Gary, because Gary, I don't think, bought it either. More Leroy saying, oh, this is going to be a different Aaron Rodgers. You know, he'll throw, you know, 20, 25 times a game, whatever it takes to win. They'll run the ball more. You're going to see. And Gary and I both just let this say, come on, get out of here. This is not happening. And this is exactly what I thought was going to occur, which is, There's no way 12 is going to get down with just handing it off and running into a brick wall for two quarters uh, and trusting that that ground game can get itself going. The other thing that's hurt this whole situation is you can't keep the five on the field all at the same time. David Bakhtiari, and we'll get to him later uh, in Curtin Long here, but David Bakhtiari not being able to play and then finding out that Zach Tom, your starting offensive left tackle, found out when he got to the stadium that morning that you're starting. And Zach Tom saying, well, you know, I take left tackle reps throughout the week because with David's knee, you just don't know, you know, when when I may play. That's not good either. If your yeah. left tackle is in question, the right side of the offensive line has been complete trash. Uh, Royce Newman, they finally pull out of there. So that's been a problem because Rodgers constantly is seeing pressure from the right side up until this last week. Run blocking. Who's the best run-blocking offensive lineman on this team right now? Who can you say, okay, we're going to get behind this side and we're going to run? Back in the day, it was Bakhtiari Nelson Jenkins. Just get behind them and run. You, I can't trust the right side or the left side at this point trying to run the football. That's how this offense is going to get out of it. I, I firmly believe that. You're not going to get out of it by some miraculous chemistry between Rodgers and these wide receivers, especially when Rodgers is talking about, well, these guys maybe aren't running the right routes or they're not running the routes at the right depth and so forth. You hear stuff like that. That's stuff I should be hearing in preseason game one right. uh, or in training camp after OTAs are done and you've done all of that work and now they're still not getting it. But the fact that we're still having this conversation coming up on the middle of the football season to expect some magic light switch to turn on and all of a sudden they all know what they're doing. I think everybody's joking themselves at this point. And, and that to me is the biggest concern is with this offense, if they're going to turn it around, they must must trust their ground game. And that offensive line, Ryan, has to run block like they've never run block before in their lives. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, see, this is the toughest question for me to answer on a Monday morning after you lose to the Commanders because I figured, okay, if we do lose this game, if they lose this game, we're going to come on this podcast and we're going to talk about my biggest concern being the offensive line because an hour and a half, two hours, and we figured, you know, there was a chance we weren't going to see David Bakhtiari, especially when we hear those very concerning comments and also, like, they should coach up some of the guys in the locker room. That's probably not something that you should say. Like, you just see it with him sometimes because we're already talking about we think his career might be over, right, or at least the best days of David Bakhtiari, him being played 80% of the season. When that's what you're hearing from a young player in that locker room, that's very concerning. But you know what, man? I figured this was going to be the entire first segment was going to be me complaining about the offensive line, but they played damn good yesterday, actually, for a makeshit offensive line that was thrown together, you know, two hours before kickoff. I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers. I knew I was going to be concerned about the wide receiver room, so I'm not just going to throw them under the bus. I do throw LaFleur under the bus a little bit because there's obviously a connection issue with the quarterback, the coach, and the general manager. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But that's my biggest concern is that this football team has absolutely no identity. You said it best. You know, we thought that this was going to be a different version of Aaron Rodgers, even though he's the back-to-back MVP. They were going to be a running football team because you have A.J. Dillon. We're comparing him to Mike Allstott. The only problem is he runs more like Warwick Dunn. He looks like Mike Allstott. Aaron Jones runs harder. He's just smaller. So I get we do this thing where Matt LaFleur says, well, we don't want to have have him carrying the ball 22, 25 times early on in the season. We want to save him for the end of the season in a postseason run. What postseason run? Crap. You're not saving him for crap, man. You're saving him for an eight, nine win football team. Get yep. him the football. He's the best player on this team. This is no longer Aaron Rodgers' team. This is Aaron Jones' team. He's the best player on this football team. Devontae's gone. So here's my problem, right? Brian Gutekind's probably had the same blueprint. Running football team. Look at the teams that always knock Green Bay out of the playoffs. Physical teams. It's never the better quarterback team. It was the New York Giants quarterback by Eli Manning. It was the San Francisco 49ers quarterback by Colin Kaepernick. Granted, he had some great performances. He was a game manager, right? He's out of the league. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson was not Russell Wilson yet at that time. It was the Legion of Boom defense, Marshawn Lynch running the ball. And then San Francisco, look at last year. They get knocked out by a team that doesn't even score an offensive touchdown for the second time. Jimmy Garoppolo, the first time they beat him, attempted eight passes. So you think, okay, we're going to build that model of a football team. Strong in the trenches. Top five offensive line. Top five defensive line. We finally get Kenny Clark some help. The secondary's top five in the league. You think you overpay probably for guys like Campbell and Rasul Douglas, who both did play pretty good yesterday, but have been big letdowns. Campbell's already missed more tackles the first five weeks of the season than he did all of last year. But my problem is this team has no identity because Gutekinds is probably thinking we're a running football team built on defense. But LaFleur or Rogers, somebody still thinks this is 2010 and 2011 and Greg Jennings and, you know, Jermichael Finley and Jordy Nelson are out there because there is no reason this version of Aaron Rodgers should be dropping back 32, 35 times per game, especially when he's averaging, what, three to five yards uh, intended air yards. I mean, he can't push the ball down the field right now, man, because they don't have anybody taking the top off the defense. I, w- I would kill for MVS on this roster. They didn't even replace MVS, let no. alone Devontae Adams. So obviously... There's something going on with Gutekinds, LaFleur, and Aaron Rodgers. They can say what they want in these post-game pressers and during the offseason that they're this is the best they've ever had their relationship, but they're lying to us because right. this is, is a mess. Yeah, it is a, it is a mess.